Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. You are listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tox Machina airs live at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's also uploaded to youtube.com slash critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Tox Machina. This episode of the Tox Machina podcast is brought to you by Adventurers and Adversaries a brand new line of highly detailed and customizable rosin miniatures suitable for a variety of RPGs. Their Kickstarter campaign is underway right now, with first sets focused on underrepresented ancestries like Kenku, Tortle, and Dragonborn. The majority of the models also come with alternative head and arm options, so you can really customize your own miniature. All backers will also get the chance to vote on which mini they make next. Find out more and support their campaign now at norsefoundry.com slash kickstarter. That's norsefoundry.com slash kickstarter to support this unique campaign. Okay, on with the show. Hey, are we on the internet? Why, Mika, yes we are. Oh, well, guess what, everybody? Tonight, let's talk to Mika now. Can't get rid of me yet. Yet. <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah. Yet. Being the operative One word. step at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Matthew. Welcome, Mika, back to the couch of shame. I mean, I'm just sneaking up on that chair. It's yeah, going to be mine soon. It's yeah. closer and closer. Yeah. <laughs> the set is so, we're so we're close so tonight. I'm, yeah. Is this to throw me off? <laughs> Always. We came in earlier and moved everything one inch to the left. <laughs> you guys moved Henry so far from me. Oh, man, this feels... We didn't move him. He just wants to get slowly further away from me. I know I'm a paranoid criminal, but this is getting out of hand. <laughs> Matt, you look... Something looks different about you. Yeah, lost about six pounds of facial hair. You did. The other night. You did. How's it feel? It's nice. I kind of miss the smooth face. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the beard. Beard was nice and fun for a while, and it may come back, but uh, just just needed some change. I understand. And 
Hmm? Is it breezier? It's breezier, it's more aerodynamic. Oh. I can move quicker, uh, which is nice. I also um, I enjoy having my wife not flinch when I kiss her. That's also great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it has its, has its positives. Yeah. But uh, I, mean, I, I do miss the, the, the sculpting of it and uh, the, the, the caretaking of it. But. Mm. It's, it's like having another friend. Kind of, and I need those these days. So. Oh you name man! It? Uh, it was named the Mercer beard before I had an opportunity uh-huh. to. Said so yeah. the internet. Uh, Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And I killed it. <laughs> yes. It's now at the bottom of the ocean. Well, maybe you should have named it Molly. Wow. Wow. Don't listen even to I know that's out of character. That's just off color. Why? I- for wow. shame, good sir. Listen, th- let me tell you. Let me let me let me bounce back here and tell tell you why I think Matthew is so smart about this. Though, he's going to Burning Man at some point in the near future. Yeah, the, it's hot out there. The direct sunlight. He's gonna get a serious farmer tan if he has that nice thick beard out there. So whenever he did decide to shave it, he would be five shades whiter under that beard. Imagine children running away from him, uh, businesses uh, closing their doors more so than even myself. See, I thought you meant it would have gotten lit on fire. That's where I thought you were oh, going. They would have shit. thought that he was a sculpture and, and lit him I on fire. I think so. Sorry. Wow, we're getting <laughs> exactly? a lot of we're really so good material blockaded. out of I know, there's so much space between us. I, I know. I feel like this is an HR choice. I, <laughs> Marisha was like sitting on my lap, and they're like, and then yeah. Matt needs to be over there. Well, I can, we can shift this. Yeah, we can. I think yeah. you can move that wherever the fuck you want. There. Well, yeah, let's get through some announcements here, because I'd like to get to the questions by around like 7.30. Fair. Sounds Same. good to me. Join us next Danny. <laughs> Same. Uh, join us next Thursday, August 29th, at 7 p.m. Pacific on Twitch. It's, it's here. In the normal weekly critical role time slot for oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Finally, we're gonna we're gonna put this out. Finally. The Dallin's closet. Is it Dalens or Dallin's? Uh, either is acceptable depending yeah, on where you're I, from. I, ooh. I say Down's Closet was my I say Down's Closet too. It's the Down's Closet one shot, fam, which was made possible by your generous contributions to our Kickstarter campaign yeah. for The Legend of Vox Machina Origins Wolverine. If you miss the live stream, have no fear, the VOD will be available immediately for our Twitch channel subscribers, which the button is right here, Zach. The button is right here, Zach. I'm better. No. <laughs> <laughs> Most important thing about this Dalen's Closet one shot is that it's the wedding. Oh yes, it's, it's all the matters. wedding. <laughs> if you missed the announcement, go to our Twitter because there's beautiful art and, and there's it's like a wedding invitation, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. and it's really well put together with art from Kit Bus, our artist from the first campaign. Oh, Kit Bus, my goodness, it's amazing! I can't wait. Uh, it's gonna be on YouTube Monday, September second. And if you missed it, um, you're a blessed person. Today on Travis Willingham's Yeehaw Game Ranch Jungle Ranch, we took on the nearly impossible game Cuphead. I can't believe you guys Oof. did that. So, uh, not to be crass, but I fucking hate Cuphead. <laughs> Fucking hate Cuphead. I the whoever made that game, I'm coming for you. But the music's to great. ask you music why amazing. the music's phenomenal. I couldn't hear the music because I had Travis Willingham screaming in my ear, um, <laughs> and not saving my life. Anyway, if you missed our stream, check it out on VOD. <laughs> it's gonna be up on YouTube on Thursday. Um, can't wait for all the 
can't believe these guys are so bad at this game comments. <laughs> but is anyone really good at that game? No. And if they, do you know the only person I could picture being really good at that game? Taliesin. Mm. Yeah. Something about it just made me feel like if Taliesin was watching me, he would be going, you fool. Well, he does that when he watches you do anything. Yeah, but yeah. I don't need you to bring that up. <laughs> Let us now discuss episode 75 of Critical Role, campaign two, Rhyme and Reason. Okay, just making sure. I tend to do a lot of Scientology jokes. I like to ask people beforehand. Are we back? <laughs> okay. We begin. Uh, I'm so sorry for him. With some. She, she, did you have fun last week? I did, but this is actually she the first She was exposed person. to talks for the first time. No, I watched yeah. it at oh, home. You did? You did. Oh, yeah, okay. I got a text from you. Just like, that was a delight. <laughs> yeah. I, lo I love any situation in which Brian gets overpowered by a better person. So. Hey, same, same, it's, same. It's pretty great. Yeah. I also love that you're the first person to apologize on his behalf. Everybody just goes, ah, oh, you'll get used to it. Ah, oh, just, you'll, you'll see. You'll see with Brian. If you're like, I'm sorry. You'll have to notice. If I have one job around this crazy scenario that is critical role, it's yeah. apologizing on behalf of everybody else. That's very true. Uh, that's Sam fair. especially, and Brian yes. close second. So that's oh, nice. what I have. <laughs> You're right behind Sam. I know, goals Keep this working. year. Goals you can do it. this year, I can do it. <laughs> uh, we have some crit roll stats to get things kicked off here. The Mercer Beard oh. lasted 29 episodes. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's a Could've long. Could have gotten to 30, Matt. Oh man. Could have gotten 30. Nah, I like odd numbers. <laughs> They're odd. They are odd. Mm. Uh, Jaw was said 53 times. 53? Mr. Caleb, portrayed by Marisha Ray, said Jaw 40 times. Which is not how it's said, but yeah. Jaw? 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 Is it Jaw or Yaw? It's Yaw. Oh, it's funnier, Jaw. It is it's funnier, Jaw. Jaw, though. It's really J-A-W, right? <laughs> yeah, <what> Jaw. <laughs> that's what it says here, pronounced Jaw. Yeah, well. uh, Geladon. Is an asshole. Say that right? You said it right, yeah. Cool. Blasted Rini with 125 cold damage. Hey. hey. Still alive, though. Good so. call on that fucking spider ice queen. Right? It's pretty legit. Thanks, man. That was a fun <laughs> episode. Cold mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. one beast form that had it. <laughs> one. Mm -hmm. And good golly, Miss Molly, or Mr. Molly. Did it come there in handy? <laughs> Ow, sorry. I got poked by a. There was a staple. Oh, I left that there. God damn it. Yeah. Ow, I think I need to go get a rabies shot. Is that what it is, Steve, when you get a metal? Is it for rabies? No. <laughs> That's blood poisoning. Okay. Well, we begin tonight's episode, as you learned last week, the yeah. way we've begun every episode of Talks Machina. We are, on, we are on episode 124. Yeah. A question for Mika Bird. Yeah. 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 Um, Tradition. This one we dug out of the archives. Okay. Uh, from Tommy Dybel. What about last week made you agree to come back onto Talks Machina for a second time in a row? <laughs> um, well, to be honest, it was the promise that I was going to have your job. Um, but you didn't think you'd have my job by this week. I told you there will be a transitional process that's to where true. I hand over the show to so you. So I do have to be here, you know, get my hours kind of like a union. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to show face around the camera, say hi to everybody, slowly turn everyone against you. Yeah. Um, but That's <laughs> not going to be hard. No, no. I mean, I'm pretty sure I have like one person left and they're just not in today. So. Whoa. Yeah. Jesus. 
That but is incredibly fast progress. In, in all reality, like this is this is so enjoyable. I I love any time that it's just like a really chill, casual environment with bros, and you guys are really chill and fun. Also, alcohol. Yeah, how how those drinks turn out? Are they okay? They're good. Yeah, they're I mean, anyone that uses proper cocktail ice, I appreciate. Might so. be on the strong side, but uh, that's how that's how Brian rolls. And to be fair, you're the one who got me into old fashioned, so this is your fault anyway. Hey, no problem, so man. Um, Max, thanks for hiding all the coke in the fridge. Um, <laughs> a cola. Yeah, there's some that in one. the fridge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Landon Dastrup wants to know a question for the Dungeon Master. Ah, yes. Yeah. This is also really cool. Like you're like the the head honcho. I get to answer some questions. Yeah. Here, Molly, no. take a little nap. Wait, did, here. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, Mika, <laughs> did you think you the, did you think I was only asking you questions tonight? And Matt was just here no, to chill. No, I, I feel very honored that I get to hear questions from the DM himself. And oh like, my God, you are. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm in the presence of greatness. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's like looking and at the Matt. Too. Temper your expectations. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Hey, <laughs> tempered officially. Perfect. All right. What's the question? <laughs> I'm Mr. trying Host. to get to it, man. Go for it, man. We're God, waiting. your job. It's so on the line right now. I'm, I'm, I'm shook. You guys got me shook. I'm, 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 I'm slipping here. I feel like someone's going to call me into a meeting after this, and I'm going to see you signing some fucking paperwork. Matt, the question is, <laughs> what was your favorite part of the four pages of backstory Mika sent you to play around with? Oh no. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's hard to pick. Um, I re oh man, I really enjoyed one somebody who leans into some of the the lore of an an SMR having some sort of a celestial connection or an entity that is a guide. You know that doesn't happen often uh, in my experience in watching other games and having played games of that type of of. of uh, Character, so that was really cool. But I think for me, I just like the idea of of a character who is driven in very like black and white morality, but carves and carves himself as a vigilante individual in a, in a kind of a, a civilized space, and yet is kind of peppy and mm -hmm. naive and adorable in all these delightful ways and ready to just throw violence down at the drop of a hat. Um, it's hard to pinpoint a specific thing that I liked when I, you know, I, I like all the elements of it and there's some f things for me to play with. And for me it was a lot of like, here's some scenarios about Uthodurn, here's some characters that you can choose and pick and build uh, relationships off of. So for me, the, okay, the part that I enjoyed the most was having somebody else take what I toss them and make it their own. So like a lot of the relationships with the NPCs, with Umagorn, uh, and other NPCs that didn't even come up in the story so far, mm -hmm. other elements of the city, she got to go ahead and create these relationships and these, these you know, previous experiences and, and uh, scenarios with them. And so it was, I just love any scenario where I get to lend somebody some of my world building and watch them Take it and run with it. So. Heck yeah! I'm so glad you liked that because I think in my email I said to you like, if you want to veto any of this, like, feel free. I don't want to step on your like, I'd let you on know. your world building toes. No, no, I'd let you know if there was ever a part of it where I was like, wow, well, that kind of conflicts with this, or I'd let you know. But no, it was all good. Thank goodness. That's what I was Pretty like. Pretty good. Feel free to throw all of it out, burn it, print yeah. it out, and just burn it in front of my no. face. It's all good. Look, I'm happy when anyone sends me any element of backstory <laughs> as a guest. Uh, so I got when I got the four pages from you, I was like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be good. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Eat. Gives you more to work with. Gives you more to exactly. mess around with. Yeah, yeah. More is more. More is more. That <laughs> you is... heard it here first. <laughs> the, the age old saying, more is more. Yeah, my granddaddy, he had a lot of good ones. 
Uh, Dennis Berger wants to know. Yeah, not I'm a hungry. real name. Oh. I'm hungry too. Should we get out of here? Yeah. Get okay. Some Danny. Mm. Sign the contract. The show is yours. Oh, sweet. Finally. <laughs> I'll do anything for Mika to not take this job. <laughs> We've heard the cast talk at times about their awareness, or lack thereof, of the cameras and the live stream nature of this game. Mm -hmm. Have you been conscious of the audience the past two weeks while you were at the table? And if so, do you think it changed the way you played? Um, the cameras disappear the second Matt starts talking mm -hmm. for me, which is really cool. Um, and I think that kind of speaks to how welcoming of an environment uh, the Critical Role table is because it really just feels like I'm sitting in a basement playing games with friends mm -hmm. rather than like, oh my God, thousands of people are watching me play Critical Role right yeah. now. Uh, which isn't to say I wasn't nervous because I said last week just how nervous I was. I was super mm -hmm. shaky and had to drink to calm myself. Yeah. But there's something about just like everybody sitting there and being so nice and welcoming and like the first five seconds I poured out my dice and Laura hugged me and I was like, oh, I'm going to be fine. <laughs> I, think, I think I'll be okay here. Yeah. Um, but oddly enough, I think the conversation happened last night and continued this morning on Twitter. The only time I'm aware of the cameras is when I have to do math. Yeah. Because all of a sudden I'm like, I don't do math well and mm -hmm. I'm going to have to count on my fingers and people are going to think I'm stupid. But I found out today a lot of people also count on their fingers. So it's kind of like a finger counting society. Mm -hmm. Everybody out right. there, shout out to counting two plus two on these little babies right here. Um, <laughs> but such cute fingers. They're, they're little tiny fingers. They, they do have uh, stabby nails, though. Ooh, I like nails are pretty rad, though. Thank you. Hell yeah. Um, Not a fan, I'm, I'm terrified. Because they could kill you and take your job, yeah. yeah stop saying stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're on like the fourth question here, guys. God damn it. Um, but yeah, all in all, I, I genuinely keep forgetting that the cameras are there until yeah. Matt says, let's take a break, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is, mm -hmm. this oh, is yeah, a show. A thing. We have to do a yeah. thing. Yeah. Huh. That's a really, that's a really, that's actually a really sweet sort of sentiment about that table that makes you feel that way. Yeah. It makes me happy to know that because because we feel that way, but I'm always like, I mm -hmm. hope other people get engaged as much oh, as yeah. we do too. So that makes me happy to hear. A hundred percent. Like everything falls away and it's just, I seriously can feel like I'm like, it's like stranger things. Like we're all at a rickety old table in mismatched chairs and like just having a good old time. You'd be under a blanket and yeah, yeah. like terrible breakfast food that we heated up <laughs> in a toaster would be great. It's like weirdly three in the morning for some un mm -hmm. ungodly I mean, reason. Hey, I, I, I know those games well. Exactly. So. All in our pajamas would be great. Yeah. Oh man. Pajama episode. Mm -hmm. <gasps> we have done that. Oh, You've done that. but have you done a onesie episode where everybody wears different animal onesies? No. Not streamed. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta do that shit, though. That's this gonna have to happen. This is what I'm saying. On the list. <laughs> on the, on list. the list. There it is. On the list. Okay, I'm sorry. Danny. But here's my problem with, with the, the onesies. Yeah. I get overheated immediately the second that I put them on. Well, we'd have to just really crank that AC, that's right, Steve? Well, that's why you, so pro tip, wear a cute tank top under it, and then when you get overheated, you Pull it down to the waist you like yeah you tie it like yeah. like the overalls look. I might have to try that because I love the. I'm sorry, I'm totally just like gone off the rails. This but <laughs> no, you, you got this. I see them all the time, and I want desperately to be able to rock the Kigurumi animal onesie like so bad. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. I'm in one for two seconds, and I'm like no no I can't do it no. Anyway, sorry. Nika's got the key. The overalls yeah, look. The overalls look is smart, yeah. It doesn't really get cold enough in LA ever for those to be like a thing that you could really just kind of have on. That's why I just, suffer. I just, just suffer. I just wear them because they're adorable. Wow. And I, yeah. just, I suffer through it. Kigu Karaoke 
in which you drink enough mm -hmm. to not oh. care how hot you are, and then you <laughs> sweat and not wake up till noon. See, yeah, that's never happened. Matt, that's happened with so many the times. Big galaxy-brained ideas right now. I'm just. <laughs> this is why he's the DM. It's my Christmas tradition. Is Kigurumi karaoke. It's pretty great. You're, yes. So good. This year was amazing. I sang Meatloaf with. Um, who sang with me? Was it Key? It definitely it wasn't Laura Bailey. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sense a dark past there. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. It's just, you know, Laura was probably one of those people who's very easy to turn on me, right? When yeah. You accept, yeah. yeah. Matt, anyway, uh, distract <laughs> us from uh, my inevitable doom. You can answer. Yes, Michaela Chaos wants to. Michaela Chaos. Michaela Chaos. Yeah, that's cool. Yes, that's my cool. friend. Did the Mighty Nine have any other options to make ice flex other than confronting Galadon, such as a potion of ice breath that someone could use? Oh. That would have been an option. Uh, there are multiple options. Uh, I The White Dragon was the most immediate one that I put before them, and as anyone who's run a game knows, sometimes players go for the most immediate option. Um, there are silver dragons in the world that also breathe cold breath, but they had very little information about the whereabouts of one, so that in some ways Galadon was the most immediate and easy. Um, Potion of Ice Breath, uh, it, I don't know if that would have been enough to really make it happen. I would have been almost like a, I think for that, because it is kind of a, a cheap, easy around, yeah. I'm, I wouldn't have disallowed it, but it would have been like you have to meet, just meet a certain damage threshold in a short period of time to make the enchantment work. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't have disallowed it if the players come up with it. You know, part mm. of this game is if the players are innovative, you're like, okay, well, how can I make this work in my narrative and still make it a challenge and not feel like it's, you know, cheesing the story. Yeah. Um, like having a robot follow someone around and write down everything they say. Oh, but that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. I know. I'm just trolling um, Sam because I hate him. Did you know? Did you hear about that? <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> that Sam so and I. Sam and I like hate each other. Ah. Have you heard, have you picked up on that? I picked up the, on that a little bit. But what okay. is, what is this about a robot? Oh, why well, I have a, I have a show I can recommend to you after this. It's called Critical Role Campaign One. Oh, okay. It's quite good. Okay. Halfway they, they through, had an artificer who with a uh, an automaton companion named yeah. Doty who followed him around and as opposed to really fighting with him was more about the one who was cataloging cataloging all of his chronicles oh. in a book as he narrated okay. loudly what he was doing. But that's that's really clever. It was awesome. I know. I don't know why Brian's dissing on it. Because he can. Gimmicky. <laughs> Mika. Yeah, that's me. The next question's for you, but yeah. ask me something interesting. Okay. Um, if you were lost in the woods uh -huh. and you had two options uh -huh. to join a tribe of wolves and live there forever or cut off your pinky toe and escape, which would you do? Wolves. Sorry. <laughs> Option three. Yeah. I'd kill the Pope while he's shitting out there. Because he goes, he has to go out in the woods to shit. What? What? Does the Pope shit in the woods? Oh. Isn't it? There's a bear the shit bear. in the woods. Nah, man. It's the Pope now. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm behind on my wood shitting, yeah, apparently. Yeah, me too. I, I, now I, we know. I didn't get that wood shitting we've, memo. Uh, we've learned something today. We have. Does the Pope shit in the woods? Yeah. Mika. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh. This is the stupidest. Why are we still doing this? I don't understand. Why did we make these people stay here? They clearly just 
Greg's gone. I don't even. He, he just he left his he just left his wallet. Uh, Miss Sunflower ninety four wants to know, Mika. You said last week you wanted to try something new by playing a good and pure hearted character. Zach, cue the thing you told me about. How did you enjoy that change? What character choices did Rini make that you wouldn't have usually done with your other darker characters? Yeah. So usually I either play. Uh, <laughs> That is amazing. <laughs> oh, we got to punch in there. It might not work. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Other way. There you there. go. There you go. Oh, that's great. Little, little. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. It's kind of. It looks kind of like a UFO. It's just. You know what it is? Do you know why it can't? Why it's off center? Because I don't think you're really a good person. I'm not. I think I'm it's actually. All, a I think it's fake. Horrible person. Isn't there a phrase I similar disagree. to No, I'm talking about her character. I'm talking about oh. her character. How come you thought I was talking about you? <laughs> what was looks, the question? It, What's happening? The question was. <laughs> you said last week. We spent we spent five thousand dollars on that stupid effect, Shit. so we wanted to get it in That's there. Said so last week you wanted to try something new by playing a good and pure-hearted character. Right. How did you enjoy that change, and what yes. choices uh, did you make that you wouldn't have done with your darker characters? Right. So. Yeah. So most of the characters that I play are like they drink their way through sleeping through the bar, mm-hmm. or they're the mom character that sighs at everything and like wrangles up her kids and pulls them along no matter what. So playing like this lawful good, and they're always neutral or chaotic. Mm. They're never any good, lawful anything. Um, so playing playing somebody that's like can't just say fuck it is really weird for me because usually it'll be like, oh, fuck it, I'll do it myself, or fuck it, I'm going to wrangle you children and make you do it the right way. Yeah. So having it be like, oh, I can't do anything wrong, because in, in the Madam Ava, Mm-hmm. Yes, in her shop, when Nat was like, we should just steal things, I was like, regular-brained Mika was like, yes, we should steal everything. That's yeah. a, such a good idea. But, like, Reenie-brained Mika was like, no, you can't, you can't do that. But I learned a new term from the internet, which is murder hobo. Oh! Oh, welcome. Yeah. Oh, welcome yes. The, the wonderful term. Yeah. I didn't know murder hobo was a thing, mm-hmm. uh, but I guess... Yeah, that makes sense. Rini, Rini is, I think that's the only connection I have to all of my characters as a follow through is just like, usually fighting is the answer. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Rini is more of an extreme example of that because mm-hmm. with the other characters, they kind of have less morals. So it's like, they don't mind cheating or stealing or lying before it gets to the fighting. But for Rini, it's like, fighting's the only answer because yeah. talking doesn't do anything. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's... that's <laughs> Your experience. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference. But I, I do kind of miss my sad mother characters. But this is fun for me. I, it's, uh, it's spreading my wings, pun intended. Yeah. You get to flex a bit. Yeah, exactly. It's like I, 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 <clears throat> I wanted... When I came into this, as I told you, I was like, I don't want to be a tiefling. I don't want to be any heavy magic user because that's what I so always go with in my other games. So I'm gonna be totally different. I'm gonna be lawful. I'm gonna be a new race. I'm gonna be a new class. And we're gonna have some fun. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Man. You're good at answering questions. Yeah? And you're also good at asking them. Shit. Matt. Yes? (laughs) Toffee Pelican's here to save us. I want a Toffee Pelican. From this eloquent person. 
How Did dare you? I? <laughs> Did you have any backup plans if the ancient white dragon heist went terribly wrong? How do you plan for something your players are clearly not meant to fight? First off, letting the players know they're clearly not meant to fight this. Mm -hmm. And I think given the circumstances, given the size and the, the scope of the creature's power, hopefully they get that idea. This was not meant to be a battle. Uh, elements of it could lead into it, but this was intended to be uh, a deviation. I, I, I don't think, and, and it can fall into this trap sometimes where D&D is go to place, fight, kill creature, get loot. Go to place, kill creature, fight, get loot. And you know the game is designed to facilitate that, so the challenge as a DM is how you can mix that up. How can you find ways to, to subtly or overtly change that consistent equation? And so for this was intended to be a, a, a challenge of cleverness, of like, you have a goal that involves not necessarily fighting this creature, discovering this creature is way beyond your depth. How can you use your skills as a team to get what you need and not put yourself in a position where you're all gonna fucking die? Yeah. And <clears throat> so if it went really poorly, it's up to the, the player's cleverness. A white dragon is dangerous in general. A white dragon is super dangerous if you do not if you deviate from the idea of we need to get out of here. Mm. So, you know, there's a possibility that things went really, really badly, that things, a few characters may not have made it out, uh, but they're also, you know, I don't know. I don't know, like, I, I don't <laughs> plan for everything. Yeah. There's only so much I can plan for and uh, and then just work off how things work out. I, dis I figured out multiple ways they could have handled that scenario, whether it be a social encounter with the dragon and can, you know, trying to talk with it. I tried to instill the idea that this wasn't the most clever of ancient mm -hmm. dragons. So there was a position they could have taken of trying to kind of battle of wits it, find a way to get what you want and outsmart it. Uh, or completely uh, kind of you know, slide a hand a scenario where you distract it and get what's done, which is kind of what you guys did. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had a whole battle map set up for like the ice tunnel in case things went really poorly. And uh, yeah, I mean, a job as a DM isn't to figure out all the solutions, it's to figure out a series of means that you can come at a problem mm -hmm. and let the players come up with the solution. You have a few ideas of what they might do, and then let them surprise you. Yeah. And I was, I was, I was surprised. You guys pulled off some pretty ridiculous uh, solutions to this problem. <laughs> I think my favorite part is uh, seeing reactions online afterwards, and most of the live tweeting and live blogging of this episode was everybody going, "That is so fucking stupid! Don't you? Why would you ever? <laughs> you are dumb. The Mighty mm -hmm. Nine is full of dumb people." That's. Every week. Yeah, yeah. It was you just, get a lot of backseat gaming. It was just because, but in if you lay out that plan that we had, if you speak it out loud, it's dumb. It's it's so, so every dumb. D and D party's it's plans true. ever. It's so true. The game is about making stupid plans, <laughs> fucking it up, and hopefully, if the dice work with you, somehow making it out alive and going, wow, wow, we live. How did we survive? <laughs> Although I gotta say, we didn't fuck up too many things. I think. No, you guys were great. Were pretty successful. Yeah, like you, you had the they had the right people stealthing, mm -hmm. the right people distracting, who had survivability mm -hmm. and speed between you and Bo. Mm -hmm. You had the right people behind the whole the whole like, uh, you know, Leoma's tiny hut meets mm -hmm. the teleportation circle is a legit way to prepare an escape. Yeah. Um, 
so like, yeah, it was it was a good setup. It was, and then we ended up like uh, the kids in the Jeep in Jurassic Park. Kinda, I didn't think yeah. it was a Jurassic Park <laughs> scenario, but it, really it did. Was, yeah. Let's it go faster, fun. let's go faster, oh, let's so go faster. Fun. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Boy, I bet Liam was bummed. He uh, he was somewhere at like the Shining Hotel with no internet <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Eight. He kept sending us these pixelated photos and of what he's, you know, trying to watch the, the show. And, it out, I know. Yeah, I was doing these things to Sam's face that are even worse than what's already there. Are we sure that Liam's coming back Liam? Like, are oh, we sure that he hasn't been we'll body snatched? Yeah. Whoa. We may want to salt him when he comes in. Probably a good plan. Yeah. All right, Danny, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you want to salt Liam when he comes in? I mean, you've just described my only dream. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mika. <laughs> That's me. Do me a favor. Yeah. And look, my friend Greg here, hey, Greg. Has, he's got a camera. You do have a camera Look at that Greg. camera and yeah. say, uh, we're going to test your hosting skills. Okay. Now, I know you do some bullshit for Overwatch or whatever. Yeah, fine. But w this is the big leagues, right. my friend. I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm I want ready. you to say, look at that camera, and I want you to yeah. say, it's time for cosplay of the week. All right. No, no, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. It's time for cosplay of the week. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Your job's in danger. Hang on, I'm texting my old contacts at Two Broke Girls. <laughs> to see if they're. God, it's been a minute since a Two Broke Girls joke. Crit Roll Stats will let us know how long. No, don't. <laughs> Guys, don't there go back and, and try to watch all the episodes <laughs> to find out. Our winner for Cosplay of the Week was sent in by Jesse of Jesse Loris Rex. Photo by Anne Barheit. Let's take a look. <laughs> That's insane. So good. That's so good. That grog is so intense. Oh, that leather work, though. Apparently, yeah. his wife Laura, the other half of Jesse Loris, uh, did the makeup and and I uh, did did all the makeup and everything. And I think he built the armor. Hats. Well, off. Andy did. Andy did a thousand sit-ups a day since he was an <laughs> yeah, infant. Yeah, too. That's that's worth of work. I, we we met them as a couple at a convention uh, this past year, and they're what? amazing. She doesn't. She did an amazing Ruby of the Sea with. With our, our 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 fantastic Ginny, who's our one of our amazing jester cosplayers as I well. I know her. Oh, really? She's she's just such a delight. She's amazing. She's, she's such, such a delight. A delight. Oh, I mean, man. Like, it makes me so happy. As a person that did cosplay for so long back in the day, to like see the cosplay community around this be full of just awesome people, it, it makes me miss those days a bit. I know. Uh, keep keep your eye awesome. out. I'm uh, I'm doing something special with the critter cosplay community at a con coming up. So I what the fuck? I, I hope you guys are ready. Wait, don't do that shit. I haven't thought of something cool. Don't do that. See, this is, this is what I'm you saying. You can't like, get you the people even, on your you gotta side. You got to keep your finger on the pulse of the community, Brian. <laughs> I, have, I have other side ventures and investments that I've been pursuing, and, and I clearly am not. And clearly have to do with the job that you currently have and providing for this community. Wow, it's like he doesn't even care. This is a I, however, thing. do care. Critters of the world. Is this our next presidential race? Okay. Oh my god. Okay, Max, can you check the traffic on the 101? I'm gonna get this fuck. But before I do, congrats to you, Jesse. You have won this Bolivian Rosewood Dice Vault. Now, Matt, you saw the show last week where known liar Mika Burton said that the wormwood the smelled like nut she sm it smelled like foam. It smelled like nothing. Are you out of your this one? Tell me. Let me smell it. Let me smell it. Smell the wood. Don't smell the fucking phone. 
Now, she did smell the foam last week and said it smelled like foam, which means she wasn't wrong. Now see, now that I've smelled the wood, this smells like the most Bolivian rosewood oh, Jesus Christ. I've ever smelled in my life. <laughs> Fuck. You've taught her too well, It's almost Brian. like I've been transported to the plains of Bolivia. Oh, God. Cut the fucking feed. Wormwood better not be <laughs> Better Bolivia than Barovia. It's a very different scenario. I don't want to go to Barovia. Please don't send me back. Sorry, sorry. No. I don't. No. no. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> You're not taking this to Barovia. This is going to Jesse. <laughs> and it fucking smells good, Jesse. Yeah, it smells like Bolivia. Oh, we just had this conversation. Whatever. Wormwood, if you're watching, hire me. Stop it. <laughs> stop watching tonight. Do not watch any more of this terrible See, hosting. This is your fault. You asked me back. I did, and I regret it, and I will for the rest of my life. Tonight, as I'm driving home, I will try to forget your face forever. That's Shit, I'm gonna do. see you Thursday. Yeah, you are. Fuck. Sucks to suck, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> it's the only Stealing tattoo I have. Take it. It's the only tattoo oh I have. <laughs> Chaos and creation, for some reason, thought they wanted to hear an answer to this from you. Mistake. Rini doesn't seem like she's run from many of her encounters in the past. How does she feel about taking a full-on retreat from Geladon? And how does she feel about Samuel? sending her toward an unwinnable fight with an ancient white dragon. Uh, yeah, so Rini's actually going through a lot right now because um, she has like seven hit points left, first of all. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, she's she's real close to the brink of death and like frostbitten. Um, and also she's, this is the first time, as I said last week, that she's really like had friends other than, other than Fen, obviously, but that was more of a romantic thing. Mm-hmm. But this is like people that she all of a sudden cares about and like would risk her life Protect and companions. not companions, and not yeah. just in a in a I must protect the city type of way, but in like a I care about them mm-hmm. type of way. Um, and the crew kind of tested her morality earlier, saying, "Well, if you have to steal to put together this thing that could save the world, how do you feel about that?" And she kind of didn't know how to answer that because Sam Liel didn't say anything. Yeah. And now her supposed caretaker sent her to a place where she's almost died. And like, yes, she's almost died other times before, but never this severe. Even when she went to the Savalier Wood, she came back, you know, pretty broken, but not like seven hit points and mm. frostbitten broken. Right. So this is a new development, and I don't think she'd admit it fully yet, um, but she f- doesn't know what to think mm. right now. Like, I feel like there's a little bit of flickering in her, in her faith almost, just because... Also, they, these people included her in the plans and kind of took care of her and looked after her, and uh, Caduceus especially like blessed her and saved her, and um, even though technically Caleb wasn't there, he used his gift of alacrity on her, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, these kind of matter more than this angel that left me for five years? Right, yeah. But I don't think, I, I don't think she's there yet. She's just shaken. Yeah. But she's definitely not the Rini that they knew 48 hours ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, <clears throat> coming face to face with a ancient, ancient, by the way, ancient yeah. fucking dragon. Yeah, when do you that said that, you. I was like, oh, well, fuck this. Yeah. That's that's when all <laughs> Man, thoughts that's... of like actually maybe fighting it yeah. went like, whoop. Uh-huh. I was thinking, because chat was like all over the place, you know, about what, you know, but then when you said ancient. Everyone was like, get the fuck out. Yeah, I, I threw my <laughs> remote control through my TV. It was awesome. It was like sparked everywhere. My dogs got all scared. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, God. Nice. oh, boy. <laughs> Matt, 
Yes. Uh, 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 French. Oh, Elaine wants to know. We pretty much never get to see past your enigmatic DM face. What were you feeling during the whole lure the dragon out with food plan, the hiccups in the plan, and the subsequent dash for the dome and escape? For one, I was, I was excited that they were coming up with something creative and a means of dealing with that. Um, in those moments, you, the DM's job is to rationalize all these pieces coming together. You set up all these various variables, the players come in and throw their variable into the mix, and it's your job to then kind of figure out how they all interact. And so, for me, I was excited they had put this forward, but I also knew uh, it may not be as easy as this. You know, a, a single you know, breath is not enough to complete the ice flex transition. Um, plus, this was a larger creature than it's used to generally eating, so taking two ice breaths, it would be too big for it to eat one bite, so it would carry it back to its lair. They'd attached a rope to it, and so it was basically one of those scenarios of considering, okay, all these things would lead to these, would lead to these, would lead to these, and that rope is going to come up. So in a weird way, like, Bo cutting the rope and Jester, you know, pulling it accidentally made, it prevented them from being dragged and smashed into ice and possibly yeah. alerting the dragon to their presence. Oh, so it was like, fuck. and it's also allowing complications if they make sense in the scenario. Right. Mm. If a plan is perfect, you're like, well, of course, a little plan be perfect and you roll perfectly for it. But if the plan isn't perfect, those complications add to drama as well. So if the rationale says there are complications, you let it happen, mm. watch the players react, which excites me because then they begin to freak out and then I begin to engage and get excited about how to play on that intensity. Um, wow. So that whole buildup was a lot of fun. And then once, the creature, you know, the dragon was was eating at the the ice chunk that was left behind, and it lured them into the lair at that point. And you guys began this kind of, you know, stealth distraction mission. I wasn't sure how it was going to work, but you had set up a good a good escape plan with the uh, with the dome and the teleportation circle. You uh, had the right people for the right job on both elements there, and it was about how much distance you could make in the time you were given. And honestly, I got really lucky rolling the recharging breath weapons. I was expecting it to be like. Maybe one attack with that, and then combat and striking and trying to cut things through. But it rolled twice. I was like, "Oh god, that's not great." Yeah. For us, for you, it's great. For me, it, uh, say great. I'm not. I'm not trying to kill the party. It's a mixed feeling. It's a mixed feeling. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. I'm not, my job as a dungeon master no. isn't to kill the party. No. It's to provide challenges that are interesting and dynamic. I know. I know. I'm sorry. But and allowing room so that if if player action is dangerous and risky enough that they themselves can get themselves killed, yeah. <laughs> or if the dice very much aren't in their favor, especially combined with the previous condition, players can get themselves killed. I'm not yeah. trying to kill the players. I know, Dad, that? I'm sorry. And you also sounded like those actors at Halloween Horror Nights that's like, I love when they're crying because it pumps me up more and then I can act more. Because <laughs> you were like, oh, I love when they, they, they react and then I can react more. So it's like, we're literally those kids crying at Halloween Horror Nights and you're those actors with the chainsaws like right in our faces. Sure. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It's enjoyable watching my players scream, um, but that's because they're they're in the moment and yeah. they're they're oh, yeah. you know they're, they're they're enjoying the the emotion and the adrenaline. Uh, that that to me is the feedback as a DM that says like, okay, I'm on the right path here. If they're involved and they're reacting this way and they're they're emotionally invested and freaking out from the scenario, and you know, I just love painting those scenes for the players. Oh, yeah. So. 
I was yeah. concerned yeah. about my heart rate legitimately. Like I felt, <laughs> I felt weird heart things going on when the heartbeat started. Whoever did that? That was, that was, that was on my playlist. Ah, yeah. evil. It was good. It was great because uh, it was like evil. This is just you, 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 you do, a, you do good, kid. You do a good <laughs> job of setting the scene and making people like feel emotions and, and junk. That's all I want. Ugh. Emotions. Let me ask you something. Yep. You know I compliment you often too about how great you are at this kind of thing. Don't, which don't, which one sort of feels which one sort of feels better to you when you know mine that you get quite frequently or this stranger who sort of just sort of sprung that upon you with very gen- generic and sort of uh, general compliments. It was a question sent in by um, at uh, at Steve the director. Oh. Imagine if that was Steve's actual this, handle. That would be pretty funny, actually. This baseless pandering. <laughs> this is a note. No, I, 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 no, notes are, notes can get dropped. This, 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 this baseless pandering. Hey, Mika. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't want to put Matt into a situation where he has to dis- say that I'm better. Disappoint yeah, you. So, Chase and Smith instead uh, thought a good use of their time was to ask you this: the, gi- <laughs> the giant owl form uh-huh. was clutch in keeping Geladon from noticing your approach and is a form that could be quite useful for the party moving forward. Mm. Was that something you'd prepared earlier or something pulled from thin air? I took a good solid hour to prep my prepared animals and wild shapes. Um, Cause I realized, I spent the first hour looking at wild shapes and like what could be useful. Mm. Because I also try and like go into the mind of a DM and think what, what could they throw at me? Like what, what could try and fuck me? Um, so I thought Ice Spider, because Cold Resistance, because mm-hmm. White Dragon, that would be smart to prep. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought two different flying creatures, owls inherently are stealthier, eagles are faster. So I thought, uh, figure something out there. Also eagles, I think, have a higher attack. I could be wrong, but there's a reason I picked it. I picked a, hy- a giant hyena, a dire wolf, um, an underdark tentacle, just in case he's, you know, you know, Whoa. just in case you needed a giant yeah. tentacle. Um, I've watched enough anime to know where that's going. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the blue girl, the RPG. Yeah. Oh God. Sorry. Don't be. Don't that be. shows both my my weeboo and my age. Yeah, it does. Please. Um, a giant constrictor snake, <coughs> a giant scorpion because it has three attacks, two yeah. claw, one poison tail. I hate snakes. Snakes are awful. Yeah. But snakes are great in game because you can grapple things. So yeah. I like took a lot of thought of what we would be facing and what we might need, and then also you can summon creatures with uh, conjure woodland animals, which is why I also picked the spider just in case. And I picked you know a bunch of smaller creatures for like the bats thing for recon and such yeah. and then I took another two hours to prepare my spells so the the days leading up to the first episode was like you were prepared as fuck I, I was a player who's prepared <laughs> I was super prepared hell yeah because I, I wanted everything because I also that anxiety of like it's on stream and I'm not ready I didn't want to hold up the party yeah so I wanted to be able to pull up my wild shape immediately mm-hmm. without having to go and search for it yeah 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 um Preloaded. So yeah, all of all of it was was really preloaded. I'm very impressed. Thank you. For now, mm. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Boffle slop wants to know. Boffle Great slop. Name. That's amazing. I had some for dinner. Hell yeah. That's what a gelatinous cube sound makes. <laughs> <laughs> Boffle slop. That's about right. Yeah. 
Uh, given their pro- uh, approximately similar ages, were Geladon and Vorigal clutch mates? Rivals lovers, was Geladon upset at Vorigal's territorial encroachment? Hmm. <laughs> um, good observation. Geladon has been there for a while. Vorigal, 20 years before, um, was definitely encroaching on Wildmount, and when certain ancient dragons can sense uh, encroaching territory, there is usually usually some kind of conflict. Uh, Geladon is actually a female dragon, mm. and there, uh, and I think Marisha picked up on this a little bit, the title, The Nightmare in Ivory, is also a, a subtle reference to the fact that there was a courtship beginning between the two of them before Vorigal was killed last campaign. What? And so Geladon essentially is now one of the things that she's doing beyond just like stalking territory and con- heading into Isle across the the uh, continent or, or like the lands northward is frustrated with the fact that the one prospective mate that made its way into her territory never came back. Yikes! And when Marisha Mar- Mar- was saying, I'm spur- flipping out over when Marisha said a spurned bride, I was like, hmm. You, uh, that's look at that. She's not just the DM's wife after all. Oh. So about that job. Mika, do you know <laughs> Mika, do you know what we're talking about when we talk about Vorigal and stuff? So I do because oh, you this do? was brought up you do? literally right after we finished the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mentioned this to I've, But not because you played. saw the episode in question, right? So that next question. The next question's for you, Mika. Oh. <laughs> do you want to watch all of campaign 1 and then all of campaign 2 and then take over this show? I mean, that? if that's the qualification, uh, give me a few Red Bulls and I'm done. A few Red Bulls just, and you're done? Just one or two Red Bulls. I'm sure I can just power through. Power through, right? Steve, do we that's have the budget for that? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, instead, answer this question okay. from Shondell McCafferty. Can do. Not suggested a couple times that Rini take on the most dangerous parts of the mission. Yes. Implying that she was the most expendable one in the group. Yes. Rini was quick to volunteer. What was her motivation? Did she pick up on Knot's implication? So Rini didn't pick up on Knot's implication. Mika, okay. however, definitely picked up on Knot's implication. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I was yeah, like, yeah. fuck you, Sam, first of all. That's a good response. It's um, that shit-eating face. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. it always comes with that shit-eating grin whenever you suggest something assholeish. I know. Um, but Rini, being the one who wants to save the day, volunteered because that's what she does. So. Once again, kind of hearkening back to that older question, some other, like, my other characters would have been like, no, go fuck yourself, and punted not into the dragon's mouth. Of course. Um, <laughs> of course. But Rainy was like, yeah, yeah. sounds great. <laughs> Dumbass. Um, sometimes I hate my own characters. What if you would have been that kind of character, and what if you would have punted <laughs> not into, I, that would have been like the most shocking. I, it would have been, Hey, you know. <laughs> You, you and Ashley actions? Birch could have both been part of the annals of guests yes. who killed another player. Yes. True. That's Ashley didn't do that, but it's funny to say it's that. It's funny to say it, but it didn't happen. <laughs> Ten years uh, from now, you two could be riding the subway and wondering if <laughs> why the guy in the hood is staring at you, and it turns out it's, <laughs> it's because you killed not. Yeah, we killed not. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's like, I, think, I don't, Rini, even if Rini did pick up on it, Rini wouldn't blame not per mm-hmm. se, because they literally met her less than 24 hours ago. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't that long. So of course, before. this new person that seems to love to risk her life for what the fuck ever. Yeah, that makes sense that you're offering her up to a 
white dragon. Mm -hmm. But it seemed like eventually, you know, they, they, she's grown on the group, so I ho would hope that they wouldn't sacrifice her to another white dragon or whatever evils maybe exist in the world. Um, but yeah, she's not hurt by it. I personally am. <laughs> I'm gonna shave an inch off of Sam's chair so it's really uncomfortable every time he sits on it and he rocks back and forth. And, I like that. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Just, we should shave an inch off every week. <laughs> See if he Just notices. over time. <laughs> Where he sees like, hey gang, uh, <laughs> what's, what's up? What's going on? Why here? You play one of the small characters again, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just your, We're your just persona. trying to make things more realistic. Or he'll just slowly think he's shrinking. <clears throat> or he will, yeah. Thank God. Okay, well, in a second we're gonna do, do our next giveaway, but because you nailed that, you nailed the cosplay of the week, I feel like. Steve, you like working working with me, right? Zach, you got you guys like working with me? Help, <laughs> help me out a little bit here with this one because I know Arsqueef's gonna gif hers and then mine, so I've got to really <clears throat> go in a little tighter, Steve, if you can. Can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Action. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I already started. All right, hold on. Take it again, Brian. Okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Ready? Alright. Take it away. It's fan art of the week. This week's winner for episode 75 was sent in by Crystal Sully. Crystal, oh yeah! At Crystal Sully, let's take a look. It's magnificent. Hey. Whoa! Hey. That's a dope ass dragon, yo! Crystal's dragon work is amazing. We I got finally to, met her at we Gen We got Con to meet her at Gen Con, yeah. and we both got little treats, and uh, we saw this. This blew me away, and then when I looked and saw that it was from her, I said, Jesus, I can't believe she hasn't won before. That's, that's like, isn't that insane? That's so insane. Someone did that between Thursday and now. That's, I can't. Yeah, her I, work's incredible. I, you can't do that? I can't. I, I could, and that's why I remain the host of this show. <laughs> I'd like to see you try. Yeah? Yeah. You want to have a draw off? Yeah. All right, Babs will judge it. Babs will judge Babs or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey Greg, let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and Venmo Babs about ten thousand dollars and tell her I'm gonna call her later. Congrats to you, Crystal Sully. You have won this insanely amazing smelling Bolivian rosewood dice vault from my friends at Wormwood Gaming. Remember, you can enter our weekly contest by visiting critroll.com slash submit. You see that? I did see that. Rules for our contest are available at our website. What's our website, Mika? Uh, critroll.com. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> slash. Oh, oh, shit. Uh, what? What? Uh, Try it again. Uh, Try a slash? Oh, yeah. damn. And slash, slash, what is it? Submit. Oh. oh, no, I don't like it. Oh, and she even has a better hair flip than you. Max, who are you on that red phone with? <laughs> this is fucking... Mika, 
that's me. I don't like this. Mm. Instead, answer this question. I shall. Rini promised Umi, am I saying that correctly? Umi, yeah. <laughs> that she would bring back a souvenir from the dragon, and that didn't happen. Yeah. Is Rini worried about disappointing him with the possibility of already losing Finn? Yeah. On a, there was a moment that we after we saw the dragon that I was gonna bring up the scales, and I realized even Rini's not that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, there's a chance to be real dumb, but this is a little too dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Once again, kind of hearkening back to, I said hearkening twice today. What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. That vocabulary Thanks, is what we're Matt. talking yeah. about. Yeah. Hearkening. Cool, you read a book. Whoa! <laughs> that condescension. I what? can't even. That's just my it. tone. It's just uh-huh. sort of the gift, the, the, my voice that God gave me. Anyway, hearkening. Yeah. Back to. Hearkening um, back to what you were saying. To what I was saying. Um, but to the fact that her kind of viewpoint is changing, uh-huh. I think that she'll actually. I would probably make a joke about it that it's a better gift that she's alive mm-hmm. than that a dragon she brought back dragon scales. Yeah. Because she does know like as much as she's like I have to go and risk my life no matter what you say. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. She knows that her friends don't want her to die. She knows Fen doesn't want her to die. Yeah. She knows Umi doesn't want her to die. So she's back. Yeah. You're welcome. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. hopefully he'll be okay with that instead of dragon scales, but I thought about it. Yeah. But then Matt's at ancient, so Sorry about that. Good Ancient luck. kind of killed the dragon. Good scale. luck. <laughs> mm. Sorry. Matthew Mercer, destroyer of, a destroyer of dreams since 2000. And... Matt, answer this question from CD88. He's shaken. How, how much? I am shaken. Do you have a dog? I don't anymore. Oh, wow, you had to, to bring that. up my dead dog. My dog who's dead. How long my ago dog did your died? dog die? Like four years. I don't feel fucking sorry for you anymore. She died of cancer. I feel sorry for you now again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is a mood whiplash, y'all. Matt, go ahead and answer this question. <laughs> yeah, what's the question, Brian? <laughs> How much of the lore and history that the nine learned from the books last week was stuff you had prepared previously, and how much did you make up on the spot? How extensive are your campaign notes on ancient arcane weasels? <laughs> um, I mean, a, a lot of it was expanding on elements of the world that I had built and, and designed in the, uh, previously, just in my own free time and kind of building out the, the lore. Uh, some of it was improvised, as is the case. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the whole transmutation elements and Caleb's interest in, in book researching was just a lot of improvising based on my knowledge of the different arcane arts and trying to extrapolate in the moment and on things that might be of interest to him, you know, to, to him. Uh, White Dragon, you know, uh, the same beats of which I know of White Dragon and trying to m- see how that comes across to a person who's researching information about them. Mm. As far as like the history, the lore of the, the you know, uh, the Calamity and the end of the Age of Arcanum. I've been very deep in that for a long time and so that was kind of easy to pull out of my ass. Uh, so uh, a lot of a lot of it actually was stuff I hadn't prepared for the session, but I've just had kind of prepared in general in my own weird headspace and uh, had to access it spontaneously and hope that it didn't come across too difficult to follow, which is a challenge sometimes when you're having to pour, you know, lore mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Yeah. I thought it was fascinating. Well, thank you. I'm glad it wasn't super ridiculous and boring. No. 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 I feel bad because everyone's like, everyone's reading books here. 
I gotta tell them what they're reading. Yeah. Oh man, I hope the players yep. don't start drifting off here with me just doing And then in this century, you know, I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen. I'm kind of wishing that would happen. Mika, tonight we're gonna end uh, with a question for you. Hi. Unless you have any more that you wanted to ask me. I um, I have one. Uh. If you could be an orangutan or a Gila monster, which would you be? Or a what? A Gila monster. I'd probably be a Gila monster. Mm. Only because I don't know what it is. It's, it's uh, Vegas. It's what? It's the Nevada State Lizard. Yeah. It is? I should know that. I lived in Nevada for quite some time. Mm. Gila monster. Shame. Okay. All right. Noted. What would, you, what would you be? I would have said neither. I'd be a wolf. Well, Avis. I didn't know neither was Thank on the you. fucking That's what I'm table. Saying, right? You did Thank not you, properly explain to me the parameters of. You the, went with option number three last time, so you looked like you were well. I didn't want to abuse the option. I did not want to abuse the option three option. I'm sorry. And that's why I chose one of your shitty options, is because. Oh, now I did, my options are shitty, are they? I don't know if they are now, but they were when you asked me that last one. Instead, answer this question for. All right, fine, I will. Jester is bester. Jester is bester. That is so true. It's true. Okay, if the Mighty Nine learn one lesson from Rini, yeah. what do you hope it is? Um, oof, that's deep. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I kind of hope it would be... Now, I don't want to say, like, sometimes you don't have to be morally gray, sometimes the high road is the right road, because that's not true at all. Uh, actually, I know what it would be. Sometimes you need a little pep in your step. Like, sometimes it's okay to stop and make flower crowns and appreciate each other as friends and really look after each other. And you may be fighting an eternal ancient war with the celestials and, and something called the laughing hand that has a lot of mouths, which confuses me because why does a hand have mouths? But I guess I'll catch up when I catch up. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, sorry in advance. Oh God. Um, but yeah, even though you're dealing with all that shit, uh, hug each other, bake a cake, yeah. hold hands, say mm -hmm. you love each other, because, you know, you never know when, uh, they do know with Molly, you never know when one of you is going to fuck off and die. So, i got to stop drinking. I have to raid in Final Fantasy tonight. Um, you have to what? I have to raid in Final Fantasy. I, 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 Final Fantasy 14? Final Fantasy yeah. 14, well, yeah. The, it's Tuesday. It was a raid reset today. What? Are you talking about, like, an online situation? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I, I can't do that. Not that you were inviting me, but I was just saying, like, is, I, I'm, is, I'm unavailable. Is somebody marking this down? He, he doesn't know what Final Fantasy XIV is? No, I do, are. but I didn't know. I, I thought you meant you were going to go LARPing. That's why you couldn't. No, that's why I you got, couldn't. Uh, I, I, I got to keep my, keep my fingers nimble. I got to do Oh, I'm sure, heavy DPS. I'm sure you're so good. You've had, like, half a drink. It's going to throw you off. I you, care about my guild and my free company, so yeah, I'm going to stay sober for them. I understand, uh, Matt. You can have the rest of her drink. <laughs> you Were can. you done answering that question? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, pretty okay. much. It was. It was just be take care of each other yeah. because yeah. you never know when you're gonna risk your life for the greater good and never come back. Mm. Mm. I think it was a good time for them to be reminded of that too. Yeah, you they, think so. Oh, I entirely agree. We'll see yeah. if any of it sinks in. Mm -hmm. They're pretty. They're they're pretty good at ad adopting emotional experiences and then processing it five episodes later. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that's for a very human thing. I think to have to have a very visceral encounter uh, or experience with somebody and then be like, "Cool, bye," and then down the road be like, "You know, I learned something today." <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Well, I hope I hope they they learn something. I hope they keep their flower crowns as a token of their weird angelic friend. No. I'm sure they will for at least another week or so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for tonight. Actually, uh, Mika, I have something for you real fast. Oh, shit. Sure. Um, if you could just sign this. Oh, that would be, that would oh be wow. Great. Yeah. Does this say Tops oh. Machina contract on it? Oh, okay. oh that's crazy. I it absolutely does. I'm going to. Yeah. It's happening. It's happening. I would yeah. like to thank uh, Matt and Mika for joining us. Danny, here you go. Episode yeah, this is legally binding. Yeah, seventy-six is this Thursday. Uh, but thank you, thank you so much. Uh, actually, I think this is this is this is this is my job. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna. Oh. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. If that's uh-huh. no, that's uh-huh. perfectly all right. Uh-huh. I'll just. Uh, a pretty good graphic department, huh? Uh, episode yeah. seventy-six is this Thursday at seven oh, p.m. PST. As always, don't forget to love each other and don't worry. It's almost Thursday. Uh, stay turnt, my friends, and remember, creepy ain't a crime, and neither is D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please drop a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tox Machina airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next time.